This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was skincare. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. And I am Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 219. We are nine into the um, quarantine episodes. Yes. We have recently realized moments before hitting record that yep. um, Adam has had a microphone plugged into his computer for the previous nine <laughs> episodes, but it wasn't turned on. I'd like the whole time I'll listen back to these episodes and be like, I don't know, like this microphone is pretty high quality. I feel <laughs> like I'm sitting pretty close to it. Why do I sound objectively bad? <laughs> and I think that we, uh, I think that we may have stumbled upon it. That is so funny. <laughs> oh, it just God. wasn't turned on. <laughs> yeah, right. That is just Oh great. my gosh. I will give you and all listeners fair warning that sometimes in this microphone, I own it too. When one gets excitable, it gets very loud. So we're going to be walking a tightrope together. Yeah. Adam's first experience with yes. the microphone plugged in, um, but I'm excited for whatever <laughs> comes out. That's right. Yeah. So I'll be curious to hear back, uh, yeah. to listen to this back and see what the difference is. Correct. Um, so Adam, it is, uh, like I said, episode nine of the quarantine. Um, with the two bonus episodes, that means that we've all generally been indoors for eight weeks as always i'm curious Jeez, i guess how that's are, right how are yeah. you doing how's all going doing okay man doing okay um it's uh you know the days are are bleeding together but that's okay i mean we just got the word that we're going to be sort of on lockdown here for another essentially through the summer so it almost feels like kind of another i don't know um no 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 immediate end in sight to this right. sort of this the the confines of this reality but i feel like we're all adapting right we're kind of like getting used to for better and worse i'm getting used to it mm, yeah accepting reality if nothing yeah. else i heard amir yep. explain um how time is passing in a really good way he said that it's like you're looking at a calendar and the month of april all of the boxes for all of the days have been erased and now it's just one big square that says <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So like that, that, that pretty much summed it up for me. Exactly. So much so that, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be, I believe it's May. There you go. There you go. I think Some we're actually like deep in into May. Some of us don't know what month it is. <laughs> we all have there's all there's holes in all of our uh, in all of our fastidiousness here. So yeah, That's right. But I know the t- time is totally crazy. How how are you holding up? Uh, how, how are you doing, man? How, holding up well, haven't spilled coffee on my genitals in a week, so that's a net Mazel, win. Mazel tub. We love that. We love to hear that. That is a net yeah. win. Um, I'm still on the five happy, two grumpy train when it comes to days, yep. days of the week. Um, yep. Ideally, they are not two days back to back, but um, doing okay, all things considered. I am still leading this virtual workout three times a week. I've had multiple people text <laughs> me today saying, I'm really sore. Is this normal? <laughs> And I say, for some, it's normal. Yes. It's normal. Yeah. Do you get, I mean, I know you work out with regularity. Do you get sore the day after, morning after? Yeah. If I do new exercises and I do them very hard, that's kind of the point to just kind of like get sore in new places, not get comfortable. Like the whole body needs to be in shape, but you kind of want to isolate certain muscles and beat them up. It is funny. Like I just have distinct memories of like the first, I'm sure maybe we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like my first practice on the varsity basketball team Mm. and and it was just like we did nothing but run suicide right. sprints and just like and then i went home that day and i was like 
oh, I'm so, or I woke up the next morning. I was like, I'm so sore in ways mm. that I've never been. I, d- I can't possibly physically conceive how I'm going to do this again today, which is when and my then, next practice is. Which is why we need then, coaches in our lives because uh, coaches just tell us, well, you are. So get on the court. <laughs> we're doing it again. And like, it's fine. And yes. like, it's and like, it's fine. And it's good. And it's almost the best thing to do. Right, well, coach? Like, if I you're sore, you just people. like to. The same thing. It's yeah. like the body's natural. The body and mind's natural, like position it wants to be in is comfort and it will do everything right. in its power to just like bring itself comfort so we have to somehow override right. that instinct and just be like sorry i gotta beat you up now exactly uh billy i would feel remiss if we didn't at least briefly check in before we dive into the hot 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 topical topic of the day mm. uh i feel like we should at least touch on the michael jordan documentary that we're up that we're both watching uh in wrapped in sort of wrapped focus see something uh, say something see something say something that's the new york city subway rule and it also applies to michael jordan documentaries correct um how are you feeling about this i i I have to say it is sort of i have to go say say it adam i was wondering it is it 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 is effectively and i am uh, i guess a sucker to the sort of narrative editing and the ways that these documentaries are manipulatively made Mm, Uh, i'm aware of all the constructs that go into documentaries (laughs) <laughs> but but I do have to but I do have to say that it is it is efficiently and effectively casting Michael Jordan into a new light for me who mm. as you know and we've talked about at great length has been a lifelong Michael Jordan detractor dare I say hater yes definitely uh, a hater it, no doubt no doubt about it no yeah. not to mince words I, I I've hated the man my whole life right um so I do think that it it, it is it is reframing and recontextualizing his legacy for me and I'm certainly softening to the idea of Michael Jordan the man for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, and uh, I, I think that it's doing a good job of a good job. If this is the yeah. point of like I don't know humanizing him in a way that I just don't feel like he's been humanized before. Yeah, so I, I, I I'm oh, warming I'm warming to him as a person. Yeah, I think we're just telling his story yeah. with more details, and it seems like with more details, you know, we can really appreciate the decisions everyone makes. Just the more you understand someone and the instincts and all that kind of stuff, it's like, well, they make more sense to me now, so I have less reason to hate them. Unless they're it's hating. been exactly, and it's been easy to it's been easy to sort of like um, kind of to detest him because he has been so withholding with his personal like he is in general kind of like has been up until this documentary I feel like as much brand as he has been man but doesn't you know that what I mean? make sense when you watch some of these episodes and you realize he was the first athlete that would command 50 reporters around his locker room after every game and you know like if he he could he would stay in a hotel room for 19 hours a day because there was all, always 400 people flocked outside like that it, seems like a, a perfect reason to be like you know what I have to be guarded like you're going to get the best of me but I have to be guarded you know not 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 only is it understandable it's completely sympathetic i mean yeah. it's completely like yeah. i i totally i totally get it yes. um these little private moments of him and also just like you know it's hard you know his relationship with his dad and how sort of very heart heartwarming and then heartbreaking that all was and mm-hmm. just you know hearing him sort of talk about why he was just his i don't relate this is something that Zach Lowe, who's another like big basketball podcaster, talks about. Like he, Zach Lowe is always like, I don't relate to the Michael Jordans and Larry Birds. These like sociopathic competitors who like win at all cost and just like will like push their teammates so hard to the point of cruelty just mm-hmm. to win. And I don't really relate to that either. But there is something in this documentary that is just I don't know. Just hearing him talk about his philosophy, he sort of got choked up at the end of I, I don't know what the most recent episode was, um, and just talking about how much he needs to win and like how he was compelled to like try to elevate his teammates up to his level and it's i wouldn't have wanted to be his teammate maybe but 
Mm. I mean, it's get it. At least I get it. At least I yeah. get a little bit sort of the the psychological machinations of Michael Jordan more than I ever have. Yep. And, and also, and I'll, yeah, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Also, and maybe this is something that I said before, but it is crazy impressive and maybe his most impressive athletic feat that has just been reinforced to me is that he just after not having played baseball for 15 years just by the way hit, hit, two, hit 200 in double a ball and like had 50 rbis and it's just like well i guess that is almost like and we take then for granted won, that he's and like then the won and then won three more nba championships right after that <laughs> crazy crazy that's yes. crazy yeah, yeah it's like just the fact that you could drop it and pick it up um we could do a full episode on the last dance adam we 100 could and maybe we do that oh, of course um after the final episode we do a, a just a, i think we, that we probably should we flush out all of our feelings yeah. because the michael jordan uh divide between you and i has been long lasting and i think that we could <laughs> it's long lasting yeah. I, I think i think that could be a, a solid 45 minute conversation maybe next week uh, easy week after great uh, sounds good but so with that adam um, you're talking about greatness and uh, realizing greatness. We have yes. seven voicemails to get to today, and we haven't even said what this episode will be about, but I want to play <laughs> one of the voicemails now. Okay, I great. This, I don't think this one can wait. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you've been following along in the No Joke universe, um, we've obviously built a Hall of Fame, and that Hall of Fame has lots of great members. Two of obviously. Those members, two of yeah. those members decided to have a little fun competition. One is the No Joke mother-in-law, Ruth, and one is the great. No Joke robot, Robot. they um they both claimed or at least they both had a conversation about rap the robot wanted to be the official rapper and root said uh put up or show up well that led to (laughs) that put that led to a rap battle and that rap battle consisted of robot versus ruth we all had a great time and ultimately ruth conceded that the robot uh really stepped up and took all of her kind of notes and she said you win well they're not the only two hip-hop people in the No Joke Hall of Fame. True. We also have Caleb Farley, who famously um, remixed the uh, Bees the Size of Whales. Right, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. The Bees the Size of Whales remix. Well, he's back. He's back. He's and he back. has remixed a rap battle. I think it's a yeah. first of its kind. So we have yeah. to shine a light real quick on Twitter. His handle is at Caleb Samples. But Adam, yeah. I think it's time that you and I... <laughs> Play the uh, play the voicemail we got just call it two hours ago, two hours Beautiful. before recording of the remix given by Caleb. So what do you say? Great. We play it now. Actually, first let's play the voicemail that inspired it all, and then we Great. will play the song. Okay. So Sounds here's good. Caleb awesome. Farley on Twitter at Caleb Samples telling us about the remix we're about to hear. We're gonna crank it. Hey, Billy and Adam, and No Joke Nash. This is Caleb, No Joke Hall of Fame's Beatsmith, and I'm sending you guys another. <laughs> absolute banger um i've been working on this beat and just hadn't figured it out and ruth's god bless her our our resident mother-in-law her voicemail was that mm, was that key that secret that little mm, secret ingredient that really really popped it off um uh, you guys made that request and uh the second to most recent episode and um uh, uh, here it is. I got it out, and uh, <laughs> oh my god! It. Uh, quick suggestion: Have quick. you guys thought about taking live calls with the nation? Adam, we have, and the technology is over our heads. Correct? It's a little beyond our reach. I just learned that the microphone I had plugged in was not, in fact, plugged in. So that Thank feels you. a little abstract. Yeah, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> feels- um, I listened to a few other podcasts, and um, 
things like Reply All, they've been having these shows where they um, take live callers and, you know, have um, little conversations with their listeners. And I just thought that just yeah. so goes along with the, uh, you know, the interactivity that comes with the No Joke podcast. So mm. <laughs> you know, give it a thought and uh, please enjoy the song. Love you guys. Stay safe. Nash, oh, Caleb. shout out. To the Nash. All right. So. Maybe we'll consider some way. We figured out how to plug in the microphone, so maybe we'll figure out how to plug <laughs> But Adam, yeah, I that think feels it's time, like the next step. I think it's time that we play the song. The song is called Ruth's Concession, in parentheses, Yay Robot. Hey, Billy and Adam, no joke mother in law here. I think you have to give it to the robot. It's studied, it's found, and brought its tools. I don't have any tools. So. Give it to the robot. Yay, robot. Done by himself. <laughs> you have out. You have fully outdone by himself. You are a true beatsmith, and we are very grateful for your work. Like the lyrics wouldn't make sense if Mad Max made a new movie, but the song would. Yeah, exactly. I that, mean, that really feels like when I hear that song, I just imagine like an epic Nike commercial where like huge. the No Joke Hall of Fame members or the No Joke Nation just marches out of a tunnel in lockstep. <laughs> Boom, yeah. boom, boom, like yeah. marching to war. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, that deep, pulsing bass. Ruth's concession, yay, robot. Rock I mean, solid, Caleb. It's so funny because I do feel like there's like a trope in hip hop where you like, you play a voicemail from your inspiring grandma. And like, that feels like a, like a, trope i feel like i don't know i'm like a kanye record just like voicemails from from wise elders is like a, <laughs> it's like a trope. and this just goes above and beyond i mean i just am mm. so happy to have this sort of crystallized and canonized forever yes it's, it's this is so impressive caleb and i totally agree with you billy it has like a ferocious kind of militant energy to it i really love it it's the just a great beat. just the dude is just oh my god on top of talent on top of talent <laughs> The, the Ruth <laughs> remix, the the GD Ruth remix for all of y'all ears. Uh, we will tweet yeah. it out as soon as this podcast goes live. But once again, follow Caleb Farley, aka the DJ, aka <laughs> Caleb Samples on Twitter. Yes. We need him to get all the love he deserves oh. because he's coming with it. Incredible, incredible! What great work! Thank you, Caleb, forever. Which is a perfect segue to what we will be trying to talk about today. Adam, what is today's episode about? We're talking about skincare. So 
that's the cliffhanger leading into <laughs> Act Two. We got it in in the 16th minute. We said the words skincare, something Adam and I know very little about, but it got one vote on nojokepubliclist.com. And that so was that'll do it. That's good enough, enough for us. <laughs> but first, an act break. We oh, just Bill. listened to a banger, so it's going to be tough to compete with Caleb's Ruth's Concession. That At being app. said, yes. Adam. Can you think of any song you're inspired by uh, from what we've been talking about? So well, far? pertaining to the Michael Jordan documentary, I have been uh, – I was reminded mm. about what an absolute bop. An app – like a true pop bop, the Gatorade Be Like Mike song actually is and it, how much of an earworm. I mean mm, just mm, like this – is, This <laughs> is the most stunning turn of events, Adam, because the <laughs> lyrics are, if I could be like Mike. So I yeah. imagine you loathed that song and everything behind I, it i mean it was i was conflicted because because I, I i mean i was conflicted because i did not want to be like mike i loathe mike however the song is an earworm the tune is peppy is poppy mm. it is like serotonin releasing yes. and it just is like you can't deny a poppy bop you know what i mean can't like deny as- a poppy bop put it on a t-shirt <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, Adam, I think we have to respect Gatorade and Michael Jordan and play Be Like Mike. Sometimes I dream that he is me. You got to see that's how I dream to be. I dream I move. I move. I dream I groove like Mike. If I could be like Mike. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. That was the Gatorades with Be Like Mike. <laughs> with, uh, their Gatorade, their Poppy Bop, uh, Be Like Mike. And of course, we are talking skincare here on the mm. No Joke Podcast. That is right. We are talking skincare, or at least we are starting to talk skincare. Uh, we somehow missed yes. that throughout. Um, Adam, I have a, no, a controversial confession. I might have confessed it on oh. the podcast before, but in these quarantined times, it seems like this is the worst time to share this piece of news. However, I'm Let going to. Let me hear it. The past 25 years, Adam, in the yep. shower, I don't yep. use soap. I know that about you, Bill. In fact, I knew that was what you were going to say. And that <laughs> is my skincare regimen. No soap <laughs> for two and a half decades. <laughs> Do you now currently use soap in the shower? I use hand soap um, yeah. in the bath, but I don't soap in the shower. No bar soap, no body wash, no loofah, no nothing. This is no 25 nothing. years of my life. No nothing. I know that about you. So you're sweating. You're getting up in the morning, and you're working out, and you're sweating. And then you hop in the shower, and you just said, you know what? The two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen, that's enough. That's plenty. The H2O is enough. That's plenty. plenty. We've talked about this, Adam. When I was in my teens, I had zits, and I had to use all oh, yeah. sorts of crazy crap on my skin. Astringent, yes. 
like yes. weird pills or medicine. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Your skin gets like painfully hard. So they're like, yeah. oh, just put on like seven bottles of moisturizer a day. That should fix it. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're yeah. just like, like just like covered in crap. And it got to a day where I was like, I'm going to protest. I'm going to have a peaceful protest and stop touching my face. And lo yep. and behold, weeks later, everything started clearing up. And I said, no going back. I'm a water boy now. I completely, completely respect that. I I, I think that, look, it hasn't, it served you well. I mean, you. you're like, you're an adult man. You're a married man. You have a, you have a life. You have friends. So it's like, in what way has not using soap held you back? It right, hasn't. But, not but even for now, but is now the time where I have to change my evil ways because everyone is saying you what? have to wash for 20 seconds. Well, you're washing your hands. You're yes. washing your hands with hand soap. Yes. That's all. Yes. I mean, you're I'm not, not like I mean, with my nude back throughout the day, so I don't feel that exactly. That's I, I see nothing at all wrong or even suspect in your in your method. If anything, you've saved a lot of money on soap over the years. That's right. This has all just been cost saving measures. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Adam, I, do you have I mean, any like sort of secret? Do you have any sort of secret um, skincare routines that you'd like to share with the nation right now? Well, like I'm letting uh, a, a pathetic excuse for a quarantine beard grow on my face mm. at the moment, so it's sort of obscured, almost like just out of uh, not not even almost completely out of pure sloth and laziness. No other reason for it. It is in no way a fashion statement. It is not in solidarity with our healthcare workers. There is no sort of cause behind it. It is just scraggle horribleness. Uh, so my skincare has taken a dip, and I'm sure my skin is not happy. Uh, but I also. I was like a bit of a – not even OCD, but like in my teenage zit years, mm. uh, I I was like – my forehead was the first to sort of really sprout a bumper crop of thine pimples. Yeah, so I was hurt. like oh, – Those hurt. Those hurt. Oh, man. Fucking brutal. So yeah. I was like, what do I do? And I, like you, I was like getting all the clean and clears, getting all the – all the like the uh, – like basically just like alcohol pads that I right. would just like rub yeah, on my face. all those just alcohol horrible. pads. Those <laughs> yeah. pads were bad. Bad pads. Bad, bad, bad pads. <laughs> yeah. So I had I had all that stuff and like I sort of learned to like love the sting. I would just like tell myself oh. I loved how it felt. I like loved the sting. I would, like, like a in my mind it was like, that's, what, that's what people who drink bourbon <laughs> yeah. at some point they're like, I just love the way it burns. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it and like it kind of feels the same. It's basically like pouring bourbon on thine face. I mean right. that is basically a, what it feels like. Astringent is bourbon for the skin. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, that's exactly what it is. But I was like so Stockholm syndrome. Like I was like so like like I, I just convinced myself that like this. no, it's good. I like it. That sting like is the pimples go, going away. Yeah, this is we. This is why we burn. This is why we burn. Are you still burning? No, I don't use the pad bad pads, but I do use like a. I, I, I do. I do use. I, I am using like a gentle like Neutrogena Green Neutrogena Naturals like gentle skincare for an adult man. So I do have a face wash that I use every day regularly, uh, but it is not like a bourbon pad like I was using when I was a teen. I would Neutrogena. I was Neutrogena loyal when I was like 14 years old because yep. Jennifer Love Hewitt told me to buy it. <laughs> there she would be in, I don't know, like Entertainment Weekly, People Magazine. Flawless skin. Beautiful skin. Like, yeah. She was just like, yeah, she had beautiful skin and she was holding in her open palm one bottle of Neutrogena. And I was like, I guess that's my brand. 
<laughs> and somehow Neutrogena has made its way through. It's made my mom still has the Neutrogena at home. I was like, in Long Island, we still rock with the Neutrogena. What Michael Jordan was to Gatorade, Jennifer Love Hewitt was to Neutrogena, the well, ultimate celebrity um, spokesperson. <laughs> well done. Um, Adam, speaking of celebrity spokesperson, we have many more yes. voicemails to get to, and I'd have a celebrity spokesperson Great. I'd like to get to. Um, on a recent episode, I think it was the last one, we talked about the Nodega, the No Joke Bodega. Yes, yes. It will be somewhere in the No Joke Hall of Fame. Um, but we have had a few people who said, I'd like to contribute. Um, and awesome. we said, well, that sounds great, but we need a manager. Well, who who would you guess, Adam, might want to be the No Joke manager? This person well, has I'm called ho- in many a time. Go on. Do you have yeah. a guess? Please. Please. Oh, well, well, I'm hoping that there is, uh, especially because the job itself is fairly undefined, other than stock the shelves, mind the store, greet visitors, greet guests, greet No, no Joke Hall of Famers. So it's sort of an all-encompassing job. It, it, it's a bit of a Swiss Army knife of a job. So uh, I'd like to see sort of a, I hope, a robust amount of qualified candidates. If I had to have a guess, I would say, would it be someone already in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't have a great guess at the moment, Bill. I'm on pins and needles. So let's play a game where the This Is Your Life game, where we hear the voice, and then you tell me, if they don't say who they are, you tell me who they are. Okay, because I think you'll know the voice. Okay. Okay. So this is someone applying to be the No Joke, No Degas uh, manager. Okay? Got it. Got it. Hello, sweet boys. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, Bill. I'm going to stop you right there. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, that even before this, if the sweet boys wasn't enough of a giveaway, I think I actually knew it before that. That is my birth mother, Susan. That's my yes. mom. Yes, yes. It's your mommy. We've had the no-joke mother-in-law check-in. We had my father, uh, Frank Scafuri, the crooner catalongus yes. check-in. And now this week we have hopefully the no-dega manager, your mom, Susie Joe, checking in. Yeah. Let's hear what she has to say. It's Susan Joe. So, I hope this is not too late. Ever since you mentioned the bodega two podcasts ago, I've been jonesing for the job of manager. And now, just this past week, you went into a whole thing about rebranding it, and I was thought, oh my God, now I'm too late. Somebody else is going to scarf up this job. So, listen... I want this job. Oh, God, I need this job. <laughs> I really need, I really this, need job. this job. Oh, like, God, I need this job. <laughs> My qualifications are I'm a hardcore Virgo, so you know I will be stacking cans perfectly. I think it's called fronting when you go to a grocery store and all the labels yep. face front. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. I'll find out the correct terminology. I promise that will be my mission. And um, I appreciate Hannah and her height because it would be perfect for the uh, to counteract my five foot zero inch height. Um, so that's another yep. stat. Put that on the wall of stats. <laughs> yeah. We've got four or five heights on the wall. Uh, Susie Joe, continue. You know, and and the other thing is, I promise I will. Um, promise that there will be eggs there will even be uh bacon eggs and chaise mm. <laughs> bacon eggs and chaise thank you mom excellent thank reincorporation uh, maybe even chaise <laughs> lounges instead of those stupid little tables that you can't even sit at that you have to stand up yes. at i have what so much best. to offer please consider me <laughs> 
Adam, is there anything wow. you'd like to say to your mom? Oh, well, first of all, mom, uh, I love you, and uh, I'll talk we to know, you later we today. We know, we know, but about the no yeah, date. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think that she would be a great employee. Um, she is very organized. She is friendly. She would be a friendly face to, to all who would sort of shop in the, in the Nodega. Uh, I do believe her that when she said that she would prioritize the eggs and that she would prioritize the bacon, eggs, and cheese, uh, I think that she would be, frankly, an asset to the Nodega, and I think that she wants it Clearly, she wants this job pretty badly. All right. Um, so, Adam, so, you have the deciding vote. Yes or no? Does your mother, Susie Joe, moving forward, run the no joke, no dega? I say yes. I'm for it. I say yes. I say yes, I say yes too. Yes. And I can't believe it took you that long to even say it. The second she said hello, <laughs> three boys, I was like, you got the job, lady. You got the job. Oh, you got the job, lady. Five foot zero. And I think that's a great sort of uh, kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, point that she brought up about Hannah's height being able to counteract her lack of height. Uh, mm. I, I, I think she I think she's perfectly qualified for the gig. I think she can do it. Congratulations, right, so, Susan. So if anybody would like to shop at the Nodega or volunteer at the Nodega or maybe find a paid position at the Nodega, um, please check yep. in with Susie Joe. She is now running <laughs> Oh, no joke, no data. She promises eggs and front-facing labels. Okay. <laughs> now, Adam, she's she mentioned stats. She mentioned her stats. She mentioned her height. And um, I'd be remiss if I didn't immediately jump over to another no joke Hall of Fame member. Okay. Uh, they are known as the Goldsmith. Got it. No joke, Goldsmith. Of Great. course, we are talking about Tay. Tay. So let's hear what they have to say real quick. The Perfect. email is just simply an email subject, and it says personal stats and bodega Perfect. cats. <laughs> personal stats and bodega cats. Let's hear what they have to say real quick. It's Tay. Hey, Billy and Adam. This is Tay the Goldsmith calling in. I just wanted to let y'all know that I am five foot eight inches tall. Put it on the wall. <laughs> This is an absurd, absurd detail. And I'm starting to love it. I'm learning to truly, truly love it. Um, And as far as the bodega goes, I just, I like to be surprised what any bodega may or may not bring. Mm. Um, But I do think that we need a proper bodega cat. Um, And I am willing to bring my cat, Presley, should Mm. the nation allow. Um, Yeah, let me know. Bye. Okay. Love that. Tay, I love they, that suggestion. Every bodega needs a cat, and they think that they should bring Presley. I am not anti-Presley by any means. I would love to have Presley. I'm incredibly but, pro-Presley. But Adam, I am just thinking, how wild would it be if, because I support the idea, if we have a Nodega cat, how Completely. wild would it be if yep. we could get Tony the Tiger to be our Nodega cat? Now, wait a second, Bill. You mm. mean Tony the Tiger from Frosted Flakes. They're great. <laughs> yes. So you're saying that what if we could get mm. Tony the Tiger, the fictional character from Frosted Flakes, to yes. actually be the Nodega cat yes. there hanging out with Hannah, with Susie Joe, make yes. living the place up and being Our there. Nodega cat, every bodega has a cat. Yep. I just want to dream big. You know, this is a great idea lofted out by Tay, and I just want to support it and dream big. In the event... Presley is unavailable. Maybe Presley is sleeping. What if we could just dream big and also just loft out to the No Joke Nation? If anybody knows Tony the Tiger, if anybody has Tony's email, his phone number, send it to nojokepod at gmail.com because the campaign to get Tony to the Nodega has begun today. 
Good call, Billy. Really, 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 really good call. I don't know. I mean, if off the top of my head, it might be Tony the Tiger at FrostedFlakes.com, but I'm guessing. Mm. So I have no idea. It might might just be Tony the Tiger at gmail.com. We really don't know, and we don't have the bandwidth to guess. So if (laughs) if you know Tony the Tiger or you have any sort of his contact information, please send it to us because we want Tony to be the official bodega cat of the no joke nodega absolutely and just to address tay's uh, suggestion wonderful suggestion every good bodega has a cat the nodega will be no different and mm. uh, i would say to tay please bring presley along i think that wh- regardless of what happens with tony the tiger who's to say that the no- nodega can't have two cats That's you know right. what i mean i mean there's a Denver nugget is putting a fish under his hat so why don't you exactly. put a cat under a hat perfectly under fine. a hat that's what Dr. Yep. Seuss says to do, so let's do that. Adam, yeah. let's get to one more voicemail before we get to the act break, because we have a plethora of voicemails this episode. Thank you, Tay, for checking in, as always. Thank you. Um, let's get to some new blood. What do you say we get to some new blood? This is from Kelsey Dyer, Adam. Petition to be the Hall of Fame's resident fool. Fool? Resident oh. fool. Well, this is interesting. Love this. Let's just see how this goes. Hi, Billy and Adam. I'm writing to tell you guys how much I love the podcast. I specifically save them for when I have to wake up at 4.45 a.m. for work. Your positivity and banter are like brain candy while I'm trying to get ready. That's very sweet. And also send in my resume of some of the most mainline dumb things I have ever done, see attached, to apply for the position of the no-joke Hall of Fame's (laughs) resident fool. I wonder if that's like some sort of like court jester of types um that's that's what it evokes in my mind yeah yeah great everyone who has been inducted thus far has a specific skill or talent they bring to the table but i'd like to represent those of us who honestly kind of forgot we were supposed to uh be going to the table let alone bring something and we don't really have any particular (laughs) thing we're good at to include anyway but we do have silly stories that make people simultaneously laugh and feel better about themselves and their own life's choices i don't uh i don't disagree attached are both a memo and a digital copy of the resume. Got to make sure that paperwork goes Great. through. All right. So what do you say? We listen to, uh, the, what, what do you think? Uh, let's go to the voicemail first. Let's hear the voicemail. Vo- oh yeah. Voicemail first. And then uh, we, there's also a literal paper resume attached that we may or may not be able to get through in this stack. All right, Adam. So okay, let's great. listen to the potential No Joke Hall of Fame resident fool and some of their odd life choices. Education. Michigan State University advertising bachelor of arts it took me five years three major changes and over one hundred thousand dollars to graduate with a liberal arts degree and guess what (laughs) i don't even use that degree you sound like every college student thus far (laughs) we we have suffered the same fate but we support it Uh, i hear you there number one once laughed so hard I threw up when my brother and I were talking about two of our friends who had recently started dating each other and were spending a lot of time together. She puked. She just puked. 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 Laughing. Puked. Yeah. I, we, we could actually use that in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, he said yeah. returning to one person he then named Mamir from Marina Mir. <laughs> and yes, I realized objectively this is not funny at all. <laughs> Obviously, they're no longer together. And yes, it's been four years, and my brother will just randomly text me the word Mamir, and I laugh so hard every time because it is so stupid. I was injured my senior year of college, a period totaling around eight months. Eight total broken toes. Whoa. The same toe twice, six months apart, 
from walking to a very large and very stationary armchair that's been in the exact same position in my family home longer than I have been alive. Adam, we just talked about this on the couches episode, and you came up with the perfect name for the same area where you stub your toe over and over again. Do you remember what it was called? What did I say? No, I don't remember in this moment. What did I say? Adam Lustick, (laughs) you called it the stub hub. The stub hub. The stub hub. That's where it would be. Exactly. So perfect example. Thank you, Bill. Yep. Eight eight broken toes. We totally relate. Two of my toenails are currently falling off. Back to the fool. (laughs) Two toes from jumping a very tall fence to break into Spartan Stadium to take shots of raspberry brunettes. Fun. And yes, you heard me correctly when I said raspberry brunettes (laughs) on the 50-yard line. Fun. Four toes from being on the team in a crate race. And being so amped up that I convinced my then boyfriend to let me try and karate kick a plank of wood we found lying in an actual gutter. This sounds fun. Barefoot. Come on. Come on. One dislocated <laughs> knee from dance battling a 63-year-old man named Terry in an L.A. dive bar <laughs> after MSU won the Rose Bowl and slipping on a spilled drink while I was busy dropping it low. Okay, this is great. One sprained oh wrist from falling down a full flight of stairs in an icy parking garage. On my way to take Oy. an exam in an entry-level chemistry class that I no longer needed to graduate, but still had <laughs> oh to retake God. anyway to fix my GPA after getting a literal 0.0 the first time I not- took it, because I still do not understand chemical polarity. And at this point, I just never will. I you just never got to understand yeah. chemical polarity. Like, who doesn't understand <laughs> chemical polarity? Come Thanks. on. That's just <laughs> foolish. Everyone knows chemical polarity. <laughs> Number three. Called my dad one night in high school crying because I was home alone and just absolutely convinced that there was a bear in our suburban Metro Detroit backyard. Hmm. Yeah. Just convinced. Okay. That's foolish. Yeah, it was a, a German shepherd <laughs> who was wearing a collar. <laughs> and lastly, number four, the age I was when I had to order a new driver's license online because I destroyed mine after somehow accidentally locking myself out of my new house. And oh. trying to jimmy the door open for over an hour. Oh, come before on. I Googled it and realized that you can't just jimmy open a deadbolt no. with your license. No, you cannot. Nope. <laughs> 27 no. years and nine months. This just happened to me three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I don't know if we will find, and I mean this with all due respect, a bigger fool than Kelsey. I mean that with Kelsey, all that, due respect. I, I it just to hear sort of like uh, your foolish like moments of of foolhardiness and fooldom in your life rattled off back to back is an impressive feat in and of itself. So I mean, back. Kelsey, to me, and I don't know what you think, Bill, but I would say congratulations. Obviously, pack your bag. You're obviously coming to Reno. And in terms of the uh, uh, being the official no joke fool, I would love for you just to sort of amble around the Hall of Fame, regale guests and prisoners alike. Uh, with your with your various uh, with your wonderful tales of misdeed and foolhardiness from your life, uh, I would just say, kind of be careful. Don't step your toe. Don't sprain your knee. We don't want any more broken toes. Or maybe we do, and that's kind of up to you. Yeah, it so, seems like uh, the broken toes and dislocated body parts are inevitable. So I kind of look forward to hear if the injuries occurred at the No Joke Hall of Fame. Yeah. We we do yeah. not have a medic tent set up yet, so you have no, to bring your own bandages. Yet. You got to bring your own BYOB. Yep, yep. It's a BYOB yep. party right now. Um, but damn, that was a great retelling of the many, <laughs> many, many injuries you have sustained acting a fool. And to you, we say, welcome to the Nojo Call of Fame. Welcome, Kelsey. Dance battling 63-year-olds in a bar in Los Angeles after the Rose Bowl is pretty awesome. Right. Who amongst <laughs> us hasn't done that either? Um, Adam, second act, second act break. Second act break. We got to get into it. This, is gonna, this one's going to run long. We got a bunch of voicemails to get to, and I want to get to them okay, um, all. So acting okay, great. a fool. 
Is there a song by Ludacris called fool. Act a Fool? Act a Fool. Act a Fool. Luda. Yeah, fool. Um, fool. This really feels like one I don't know. I, that feels like I'm saying it, but I don't know. Uh, I think you're fool. right, Billy. I kind of I kind of think that is a song. Should I look – should we do Ludacris Act a Fool? And if yeah, not, let's go. do the people know what they're getting? Def, they, they know they're getting banana phone, but I think you might be right about this, Bill. I trust your instincts. So we blowing them candles Most speakers in the trunk Then my ride can handle Got my name in the headrest Read it and weep Nice tank in the back Camel hair on the seat And when I pull up to the club I get all the affection Cause the women love the pain And they can see their reflection I'm about to take off So F what you heard Because my side mirrors Flap like a fucking bird And for the fools We gon' clock one Then we'll one Cause my folk riding shotgun With a you just got hustled for a wide of cash, man. What you gonna do? Act a fool. Now your friends just smoked up your brand new stash. Say what you gonna do? Act a fool. Now them girls up the block still running their mouth. Boy, what you gonna do? Act a fool. If anybody talk bad about the dirty south, tell me what I'm gonna do. Act a fool. I got my eyes wide shut and my trunk wide open. Did donuts last week in the streets still smoking. See, I'm off the antifreeze and my car is tipsy. On the off-ramp doing about 150. Rolling through East Pern on my way to Ben Hill. Slide a five to the junkie to clean my windshield. Got the whole crew riding and we starting. 
I even got a trailer hitch with a barbecue pitch. And now all you wanna do is get drunk and pouch. Plus your new name is Fire, cause we stomped you out. And yeah, we trees and bees, that's fantastic. So girls, hold your weed while I'm weaving through traffic. I kick the fifth gear and tear the road apart. You'll be like Lil' John Q and get a change of heart. It's one mission, two clips, and some triple beans. I'm about to blow this whole up to smithereens. The potholes in the street just bent to ribs. Tell me what you gon' do. Act the fool. Man, that ain't sticky. That sticks and stems. Boy, what you gon' do? Act the fool. Catch a man with another jump in your bed. Ladies, what you gon' do? Act the fool. If the bottles are gone and your eyes are red. Boy, what you gon' do? Act the fool. Back to the No Joe podcast that was ludicrous acting a fool here on the skincare episode of the No Joe podcast. <laughs> skincare, what a punt! <laughs> what a punt! All right, Adam. So, we've been doing this non topical, um, this non topical style of podcast for 19 episodes now. Ever since that's the right. Megathon, yep. we've kind of decided to go non topical. I think that's enough yep. of a um, kind of an assortment of episodes to. To just reflect on it for a second. Do you think yeah. that we are doing a disservice? Um, I feel like the pendulum might have swung in the up. Are we, is our lack of topics um, of what's in the news, what's happening in the world? Do you wish that you could be talking about those things? Or are you enjoying trying to talk about skincare, couches, naps, <laughs> etc.? No, I, I think I, I'm enjoying it very much. The short answer mm, is I, I think that we're on I think that we're on the right track here. Um, okay, that's 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 my short answer. I, I wouldn't change a thing. I don't think there's any reason to be talking about the coronavirus or like how we're all going stir crazy at home. Uh, I think that with all of this time, sort of alone and sort of, not even alone, but just at home and kind of cooped up, and our mm. brains are really allowed to kind of wander willy slash nilly. So to me, this is the best use of the podcast right now at this moment in time. Maybe something will change, and like we said early in the episode we're allowed anything we can talk about the michael jordan doc if we want that's relatively fairly topical in a looking back at something that happened 25 years ago kind of way okay um but i think i think we're on the right track here i think that we're doing okay what do you how do you feel i feel i feel incredibly motivated after what you just said we're doing it right and we're talking skincare it's the third act of the no (laughs) joke podcast adam is there any sort of skincare lessons you've learned from having baby like are you like oh i didn't know that about skin that's a good question. I, I, I guess that one of the cliches about, um, you know, like the, the phrase like smooth as a baby's bottom, but mm. is being like skin as smooth as a baby's bottom. Uh, I mean, baby skin is it is kind of amazing just how like pristine and like poreless and like perfect and flawless and kind of angelic it is. It is really kind of something pretty incredible. Um but nothing, nothing groundbreaking. I haven't really been taking any skincare lessons for my infant. Okay. Um, but yeah. that, <laughs> but um, he hasn't taught you about like your T zone, where you dollop uh, specific pieces of moisturizer all over your face in very specific regions, and then well, rub. Well, he does. He does dab and rub. It's a little less scientific, <laughs> and it's not moisturizer. It's more applesauce, and it is frenetic. So that's mm. sort of his. That's 
that's his version of the T-Zone, is he takes some applesauce and he'll fling it at his own face. Got so it. That so his is... skincare regimen is wipe food all over my face until mommy and daddy wipe it off. Bingo. Bingo. Mm. And it yeah, seems to be working that. for him because his skin is perfect. So... Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> perfect. Very funny. <laughs> oh, a little thicky. That's great to hear. <laughs> um, third act of the No Joke podcast, as I said, Adam, we have many voicemails to continue to get to. Great. Is there anything uh, regarding skincare that you feel like we have left out thus far? I don't know. I think we've exhausted it. You don't use soap. Sometimes we like to pour bur- – teens tend to pour bourbon on their face, and it chills out once you reach your 30s. So yeah, I, I think, think that's – Really? Yeah, we've hit the central tenets of skincare. <laughs> I think that's it. All right. Yeah. So then maybe we get into another voicemail because the episode's already going long. Great. Um, I have requested many times over a blueprint for the No Joke Ooh. Hall of Fame. Right. Yes. Whether that uh, blueprint comes with an architect or it's just a blueprint, I don't mind. But um, I would just love to see a layout. Well – Um, We have an email from someone that says civil engineer, and we have a second email from them that says review 389. So we have a (laughs) double header from a friend named Susan Gibson. So Adam, I would like to play um, both, if that's all right with you. Please. And Susan says, review 389. Hello, Billy and Adam. I just left review 389 and recorded an explanation. I don't think you can play it because it is shady towards iTunes and you need to remain in their good graces. But here it is anyway. Okay, Thank you for all that you do to brighten my commute. I'm a civil engineer. Perhaps I could design or build the Hall of Fame in Reno. Thank you, wow. Susie Gibson. So Susie says we shouldn't play it. Sounds like we got to play it. Um, <laughs> review, three, re- review 389, coming from Susie. Let's hear Great. what Susie has to say. Hello, Billy and Adam. This is Susie from Baltimore. I am calling with an apology on behalf of everybody who is not part of the 388 people who have reviewed the pod. Apology accepted, and thank you, Susie, for saying it. (laughs) I just reviewed it myself, but I wanted to submit a defense on behalf of these people. Okay. I don't think people know what iTunes is. I didn't know how to find it. I thought they canceled it in 2015. Just like us, they canceled it in 2015. (laughs) Apparently, it is still on my computer. It wouldn't let me log on. Don't know what the login information is, but apparently you can review without logging in. It took quite a while to find where podcasts were. I did find in the process many songs called No Joke, so might give those a listen. Okay. But I did review. Thank you for everything. Unbelievable. And hopefully more of the nation can figure out how to use this archaic technology. Seriously. Huge help, and I think we need to add one detail. When we say rate, review, and subscribe, we would never ask you to do that on your desktop or your laptop. Not in a million. Not in a million would we ask you to open up the desktop and sign into iTunes. We would never. Not in a million. No. We're talking the podcast app on your iPhone device. On your iPhone. The podcast app. We would never ask you to open up your iTunes. We don't know about iTunes. Adam just plugged in his microphone. Are you kidding? And I, I mean, like, exactly, exactly. So, Susie, you have a true uh, brother in 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 sort of technophobia here. Not that I'm saying that you're technophobic. I'm just saying I get what it's like to not know how these this kind of thing works. So never ask you to boot up the desktop. Correct. We would never ask you to boot up the desktop, but I'm going to step-by-step very very seamlessly and hopefully easily explain what we mean when we say please rate, review, and subscribe. Please open up, if you are an iPhone user, 
the podcast app. You almost definitely have it on your phone. It comes stock. Once you open it up, please search the podcast. If you don't subscribe, no joke podcast. Then you will see um, on our page a section where you can read other rate reviews and subscriptions. You can click that and then you can leave your own there. It might be complicated, but damn, we need it. Damn. <laughs> yes. And Susie figured it out. She cracked the code. You don't need to log on. You, you left a very glowing review. And for that, we appreciate you. It's a day night double header with Susie, like we said. Um, and now it's time for the night game, Adam. This email says civil engineer. Right. Billy and Adam, after sending my previous email, I realized I should build the Hall of Fame. Well, duh. <laughs> duh. Please see the attached voice memo requesting a place in the hall as well. It seems a job. Great. If it helped, I was a civil engineer in Reno several years One ago. Minute in Reno. Let me finish and have connections there. <laughs> God, Susie, Susie, bury the lead. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Okay, so Susie might be the inside source. Um, oh, let's hear. Let's hear the night game, uh, aka the second email from Susie, Great. and uh, all she knows about Reno. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> oh my God. Hello, Billy and Adam. This is Susie from Baltimore. I'm calling to request a place in the Hall of Fame, a building in Reno that I might be able to construct. I am a civil engineer. I am experienced in construction, Hmm. not design, although I do have education in design. And I think that the people currently in the Hall of Fame are going to do a great job of running the facility, managing the people, creating positivity. But they can't do that in a boring building or a standard building. Well, that's Again. where I would push back. I would actually push back. Oh, you, you you want a boring building. Well, I'm not saying I want a boring building, but I feel like the building we have right now is a 500 by 500 foot square. No square. grills. There's, there is a TV. There's 13-inch flat screen yes. to the wall. Minimal. And we, ha- and we have a booth. And, and, and uh, we're doing fine so far. So we're doing fine so far. But I could, I could be sold. I could be sold. <laughs> yeah. Or frankly, a building built by somebody out of the nation who doesn't understand the needs of this community. Hmm. I <laughs> would like to volunteer as resident civil engineer for the nation and the Hall of Fame. Wow. Well, Susie from wow. Baltimore. Susie from Baltimore. Congratulations. Pack your toolbox. I'm not exactly sure what a civil engineer does, but it sounds like they build a lot of cool stuff. Pack anything you think you need to be the new no-joke civil engineer, Susie from Baltimore. Welcome back that is major welcome back to reno a place you know and love uh this is this is a major development because i hear what you're saying bill we have a 500 by 500 square that we're dealing with right now and it's and it's working fine Mm -hmm. Uh, the mist we have all the sprinklers and we have the flat screen and we have the nodega but the thing is as we expand and as Mm. we continue to expand uh i i am curious as to what Susie might have to offer in terms of a new radical design whether we whether we sort of implement it or not and even if it's maybe building a new addition onto the existing square i'll take it from there please because i think that's exactly where i'd like to see it go i think that we have our square but i think one thing that we stumbled upon is that now that we have the no joke resident fool we need a no joke medic station and so i would like our civil engineers first job to be to construct a hospital room a fully functioning hospital room in one of the unused corners hopefully a well-lit corner um because the resident fool is going to be breaking her toes willy-nilly throughout the day, and we're going to need no, a medic true. station. So if Susie from Baltimore 
packs her bag and can build us a fully functioning hospital room in one corner of the No Joke Hall of Fame. I feel like that would be a great start to this relationship. Definitely, definitely. Susie, thank you for volunteering and offering your uh, immense talents and services. We appreciate that, and we will use them with pleasure. And like Billy said, pack your bag. Congratulations, mm, Reno. That is 100% correct. And speaking of uh, us asking people to use their design skills for the Hall of Fame, Adam, yeah. uh, a few episodes ago, our friend Matt reached out to us and um, said yeah. they'd like to be in the No Joke Hall of Fame because uh, of their art and because they'd like to be the no-joke artist and because they right. the, this was Matt who drew the image of us holding burning newspapers, incredibly topical, incredibly funny. Yep. <laughs> and he said, I'd like to make the no-joke mural. I'd like yeah. to make the no-joke mural. And so we said, well, what do you think it would look like? And he came back quick with a sketch, and we will post it on Twitter as soon as this episode goes live, yes. of a creme brulee with a little French flag, <laughs> flag in it, and it says... Emma from France. So <laughs> oh he, is, he is very interpretive. And the first image he drew for the mural is a creme brulee labeled Emma from France. He also left a voicemail. So yes. what do you say, Adam? Let's we hear, hear he's probably going to answer our question about what we think the mural will look like. Um, but this is Matt, Great. the no-joke artist, responding to our request for the no-joke mural. Hey, Fantastic. Billy Adam. This is Matt, the artist, checking in. Okay, Matt. Now, this hey, might be crazy, but I was thinking that for the mural, I could draw the members of the No Joke Hall of Fame as what they'd be if they were food or drinks at a dinner party. You nice. heard him, Nash. You heard nice. him, Nash. Now's the Constant. time. Get it in. I figured that this way we wow. could get as many people into the mural as possible. And right. maybe we could even still have it set in a diner. Mm. Anyways, I'm excited to hear what you guys think, and maybe the Nash could weigh in on this as well. All right, see you guys. Thanks, Nash. Matt. Love Nash. this. Love this. Nash, this is your golden opportunity to get a free illustration yeah, is, of you as a food. I also love the idea because uh, it's jogging my memory that you had mentioned that maybe it could be – could one potential design would be sort of a take on that Edward Hopper diner painting where uh, that we're all sitting at a diner. Uh, I also just love the uh, image of food, items of food sitting at a diner <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> – creme brulee sitting on a bar stool. That's right. Yeah, which is uh, – uh, that's that really tickles me, but Matt, that's I would so... also be, that is yeah. that is incredible. That is interpretive, and I think yeah. that the No Joke Hall of Fame really needs to jump on this. I do, yeah. I do remember the Denver Nugget said that he would be a chicken wing because at first people would be like, huh, but by the end of the party they'd be like, ah, You're up to so, it. That's right. So if Matt wants to draw the Nugget as a wing, that's yep. a real sentence I just said. <laughs> um, then by all means, run it, run with it. Um, yeah. I would also say, Adam, that the is it the Last Supper? Is that the name of that image? Yes. Supper. With Christ and his disciples? Yeah. Yes. I mean, if if we want to um, really get egotistical, you and I could yeah. be sitting at the Last Supper, and all the members of the nation could be the bounty on the table. Just, just spitballing. <laughs> the bounty. Just spitballing. That's right. That's right. Just uh, it's not the first and it's not the last time that we will compare ourselves to Christ. That is not that's right. Uh, <laughs> it's, not first or, it's not the first or last. The uh, but that's the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, exactly. that, is an incredibly, that is an incredibly generous offer from Matt C. So, Truly. Nash, this is really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you know what food you would be on the dinner table, email nojokepod at gmail.com with a voice memo explaining what food you would be and why. And maybe in an upcoming episode or on Twitter or on the No Joke Hall of Fame mural, Matt will draw you and we will get you that image. Okay? I absolutely love it. I I even think it might be a worthwhile addition and a column added to the manifest uh, as long as we're sort of tallying who is coming to Reno, who is coming to the Hall of Fame. It might be worthwhile just to note in that very document what what food item they would be at a dinner party. It just might be an easy reference point for us. I think you are 100% right. We apologize, Amanda Paradise, but you know what you got to do. If you don't, we're going to need – yep, yep. We're going to – we have a few new heights that we have to add to the manifest, (laughs) and we have a few food items that we might be adding to the manifest. But thank you, Matt C. That is an incredibly nice gesture. Truly. Lustick, we have one more voicemail. Great. One more voicemail to get to, and um, I say we play it now because this episode's going a little long. It comes from Nick the Everyman. Hey guys, last episode you guys talked about some things that made my ears perk up and I had no choice but to send in another voice, another VM from the EM. Hope you guys Uh, are staying safe. (laughs) Hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. Much love, Nick, the everyman. So what do you say? The VM from our EM, the everyman, uh, gets played. Hey guys, uh, Nick, the everyman here. Um, right before this whole, uh, you know, pandemic thing kicked off, I went to New York for the first time hmm. and nice. being a fan of yours, I knew the first place I had to go as soon as I finished checking into my Airbnb yes. was the closest deli I could find. Now I'm we're talking about freaking man. <laughs> um, I walked in and the guy working the grill who made my sandwich was the best. He was the most new New York deli man person I've seen in real life or on TV. He was just the best. I ate there every day. Eat there every day. You're doing it right, Nixie. Every man. Um, And he's just my inspiration, and I want to be him. And for that reason, I think I got to apply to work the grill at the Nodega. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I I love that was going. Yep. Yep. You saw where that was going. Got it. Um, That was going. So yeah, let me know what you think. Bye. I think that we needed that. I think Susie needed that. I think Susan Joe needed yeah, that. Um, Adam, tip your deli man. A song we did uh, recap, like kind of recapped how much we love deli men. It seems like Nick went to New York City and had the same experience, and now wants to bring that experience to Reno. So I'm so weak. So moving forward, yes, Nick, you can work the grill. Um, but does <laughs> the every man become the deli man? Is his new name oh. Nick the deli man? I think, I think maybe, yeah. I think maybe, yeah. And these people. Right. And and the deli man in the no joke universe is maybe the highest esteemed title one person can achieve in this life. I Mm. mean, as, as you, (laughs) as you experienced for yourself, Nick, deli men, particularly New York City, deli men are inspirational figures in and of themselves and are icons in their own right. So they're the real uh, Christs. They're, they're the true Christs. That's, That's true. Right. Uh, so, 
<laughs> so, so what do you I, say we connect Susan Joe, um, who's running the manager of the Nodega, with yeah. Nick, the new no-joke deli man, and maybe they could put together a short list of items that members of the No-Joke Hall of Fame can expect to be eating or served from the No-Joke Nodega. I think we're going to need to start putting together a menu. A little menu, a little rough draft of a menu. I love that. Susan, Nick, uh, uh, congr- uh, congr- you know, welcome, meet each other, get to know each other, and you guys are going to be, uh, frankly, I think you're going to be plenty busy because oh, uh, mm-hmm. what's the No-Joke? Call of Fame population gets wind that there's bacon, egg, and cheeses on the menu, or should I say, bacon, egg, and cheese? Uh, I don't think that uh, I don't think you're going to have five minutes of rest. Love that. Yeah. So that will be the cliffhanger that we leave this episode on Good. and lead uh, and kind of leave everyone to marinate on for next week to see what the no joke no dega menu will look like. Uh, we'll give it seven days to marinate on that. Susan, Joe, and Nick, the deli man. Get in touch with one another and maybe put something together. That would be a big help. That. But that is, of course, the skincare episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We exhausted it, that topic. It got one vote on nojokepubliclist.com, <laughs> and we gave it that amount of respect. That's right. Yeah. Um, so for the No Joke Hall of Fame, we want to thank Matt C., the artist, Susie Joe, the No Joke No Dega manager Susie Gibson, who might be building the medical wing of the No Joke Hall of Fame. <laughs> Kay, the goldsmith. Yeah. We have Kelsey, who's going to be breaking her feet and shoulders everywhere she goes. Can't <laughs> wait for that. Yeah. We've got Nick, the deli man. And last but not least, shout out to Caleb Farley, a.k.a. Caleb Sample. Wow. For the song we played almost an hour ago, his song, Ruth's Concession, Yay Robot. <laughs> Yay Download Robot. It, yeah. available. Banging job. Action-packed episode. Action-packed. Huge episode, Adam. Um, Absolutely my pleasure to do it again. This was always 19 Skincare. And for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.